Good whatever, everybody. It's time for another edition of the Jaded Eye Film Reviews Podcast. The Riddler is loose to plague us with his criminal conundrums. It's the Jaded Eye Film Reviews Podcast. Good whatever, Jim. Good whatever, Alex. I've had to give you a hard Have we quote. been to see a Batman film? We've been to see a Batman film, and I was going to give you a is quote that our... I thought was difficult, but you got it immediately <laughs> from, like, two words that could so have been in anything. We had to start again. So, yeah, we, we now had, had to start a again. We've 30-minute delay while you search for quotes, 45-minute yeah, delay. Basically. Although either... you did storm off to your trailer for 20 they're... minutes. Well, I had to re-watch all of the Batman. Right. Uh, I've had cannon. to reapply my eye makeup because, <laughs> you know, the sweat was starting to make a mess of it. So, what? So we where, to review some trailers. Yeah, oh, where's sorry. it from? Come on. <laughs> um, Do you want to hear it again? No, is it, ba- is it um, Batman the 1966? Yes! Ah, peerless knowledge. <laughs> the 1966 Batman. There's an excellent quote from that I could have used, but it's a potential spoiler. Includes one name that might be a potential spoiler oh, for this goodness film. Oh, so goodness me. Well, we're going to have to steer clear. You stepped through the minefield successfully. I've tried. Do you, I've want, tried. Do you want to try the other quote you had? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember what he was. It's, right, it's just, just something like, who am I? Or something like that. <laughs> I believe it was, where are you? Yeah, where are you? Never mind. And that was from Batman Begins. Which you, you knew. Correctly. You were just testing me. Well, I knew because I was reading it on the internet. Right. Yeah. Six trailers to get through. Well, yeah, this we, is we've clearly been to a see another film. film. Yeah, and it we got must be. It got double trailer reel. Two two separate trailer reels buffeted, sandwiched uh, by ads. On the, the ads were the filling and the trailers are the, the bread. <laughs> is there... <laughs> Is there any particular order you'd like to go? Thank you for explaining that metaphor in detail. It did... I find metaphors are best when you then have to spell them out, <laughs> as we might talk about when it comes to this film. I like foreshadowing in my Do podcast. I, yeah, yeah. I like, I like um, What's the tell, gar- don't show in my films. What's the Garth Marenghi goes? I know some writers use metaphor and those writers are cowards. <laughs> Something like that. Right, sorry, tr- lots of trailers. Yes, lots this of trailers. Could, this could be a podcast that's as long as the film, couldn't it? Dealer, I mean, it'd struggle to be as long as the film <clears throat> watched. Nah. So, do you want to go in order? Do you want no, any dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. All right, let's dive in with the um, the cream of the crop first. Sure. The Lost City. Did you say the scum of the crop? <laughs> <laughs> Explain to me this um, oh Oscar-worthy... <clears throat> It's... I mean, they don't make comedies anymore for the big screen, do they? No, and uh, I mean, you can see, you can see all of the bits of this from a Hollywood accounting point of view that add up to guaranteed mm. box office success. Like Sandra Bullock is is a a safe pair of hands when it comes to uh, surely one of the highest grossing female stars of all time and comedies. Yes, like like Miss Congeniality stuff. She and she has really good comic timing as well. She did that one with. Was it The Law or something with Melissa McCarthy? Oh, The Heat. The Heat. Um, she, you know, uh, Melissa McCarthy would be great in that. But Sandra <laughs> You're Bullock Sandra is, Karen, is, is, The Heat. She, she's, she, I think she's a absolutely solid comic actress who doesn't get enough credit for that. And so you can absolutely see if there's one person, if there's one female lead that you want to that you want to cast in, the, in this. I, yeah. yeah, absolutely Sandra Bullock all day. And if there's one male lead you want to cast, I mean, where else do you go but Channing Tatum? Uh, you know, you may joke, but uh, look at the string of successes he's had from 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 ultimately, originally being 
I think a dancer, you know, like started his career as a backup dancer. He's made smart, smart career choices that have made the absolute most of his talents to rise very true above, um, you know, cliche and, and things like that. Um, to 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 really produce uh, way better stuff than you would think he would have been capable of <laughs> from the slightly schlocky genre type stuff that we might have seen him in to begin with, like. G.I. Joe, for example, <laughs> The Rise of Cobra, which can't be bad because Bri- it had... Briefly um, in G.I. Joe 2, I seem to remember. <laughs> contractually in G.I. <laughs> Joe 2. They literally had like scenes of him playing video games because they were like, was it was it not the rumour that you have to provide this much footage for that film? Right, And okay. they basically they got away with not having him in it and then the studio went, no, no, more Channing because he's popular. And so they just had a couple of extra <laughs> scenes of him sat on the couch playing video games with wow. someone. Out, filmed at home mm. you know just handicam footage but so, and yet this film looks terrible uh, it, what is it a famous yeah. writer, recluse. A, a writer yes a female uh, Sandra Bullock writer of romance novels in the cheesy Fabio fronted variety um, <clears throat> of, of which Channing Tatum is the cover model right so we're sort of back in the world of of Zoolander and so on, where <laughs> cover models are actual people that have recognition and careers and are almost like famous models, yep, which is, yep. you know, fine, whatever. Let's go for it. And she is then propositioned... Why do they end up going Don't to the know. jungle? Daniel Radcliffe is involved. <laughs> Star number one. I mean, I don't know about you, but I lit up as soon as yeah. he walked on camera. Because Daniel the, Radcliffe... The go-to for A-list baddies, well, British baddies now. He's carving out such a career. But the thing you know about Daniel Radcliffe is, he has fuck you money. <laughs> so there's absolutely no way he's doing a film project Are you that he sure doesn't he does? care about. Are you sure he does? Yes, I'm very Are you sure, sure that he wasn't just ripped off completely? I'm very sure, yes. Okay, yes. Because, you because, share an, You share an accountant. Because I well no because I watched Guns Akimbo, <laughs> and that's amazing. Um, so he, you know he he is a reputation now for doing only projects that he cares about. They don't have to be worthy, but they have to interest him. Is it in some possible way. his finances have taken a hit? Did is he was he tied up in the Bernie Madoff? This is so badly affected is what made. Or him do you think this. you know he can't wait to play it? I mean, yeah, he certainly looks he to have clearly fun. can't wait to play it. He was having a great time <laughs> chewing the scenery as the evil bag. I wouldn't say he's necessarily the best at it in this. I think he's the best thing in this. Um, in this three-minute trailer we saw. I mean, he isn't. But the best thing in it is is a spoiler. You can't. They we, included... we spoil trailers. If it's no, in the trailer, we can we can talk about absolutely, it. Absolutely, but Brad Pitt's the best thing in this trailer. <laughs> but as you pointed out, the fact that they included what should be a uh, Deadpool two type surprise. surprise in the trailer just belies an absolute lack of confidence in the quality <laughs> of the film. I do suspect he's in one scene and then vanishes very 100%. quickly. But 100%, to put that into yeah. the trailer, that is real panic mode, isn't that it? Is panic mode, unfortunately. So the story of this is she is kidnapped or or coerced or no, I think kidnapped in the end by Daniel Radcliffe, who is mad, mad slash a fan slash thinks that one of her stories is actually real and there is a real lost city of gold. Right, or something. okay, you've got that from the trailer. I think it's sort of like. There was definitely Sandra Bullock suddenly became convinced she could find one of these lost cities. Well, I think in the second half of the trailer. Yeah, and I think either obviously she was, you know, there'll be a scene where she 
has these old books around her house and is inspired by and then you know she <clears throat> she's seen heavily drinking Chardonnay and whatever so she gets drunk and then she scrambles loads of words down in this new romance novel not realising she's plagiarising this oh, ancient text or whatever it would be the most credible way you could go about it. The alternative, and is... and then she meets Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who happens to be a <laughs> conquistador. I mean, it feels like Dwayne the Rock Johnson should have been in here somewhere. <laughs> it feels like this is like the Channing Tatum role is one they would have offered to Dwayne that he passed on, right? Yeah, because he would go. I'm not because I don't sure work with in I don't work me. with Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. He's suggesting <laughs> he can't some compete there. with the talent, right? because yeah. <clears> he'll the look small. The pure in... charisma. No, the the muscles. He'll look small in comparison to Daniel Radcliffe, obviously. <laughs> We all do. Yeah. Um, and and then, yeah, so she has to be rescued. And through movie logic, her cover model is there to convince her that he's more than just a brainless cover model by going out to rescue her I from the I think that seemed to be the suggestion of the trailer. He makes a single-handed yeah. attempt. Because he's convinced he has military training or something Abilit- already. Uh, because yeah, he plays yeah. the model. I, yeah. And it's he, confused a little, I found. And he obviously immediately knows where this hidden base is for plot reasons. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, don't worry about that involved in the plot, I think. <laughs> and I get, like, I get what it's going for, and it looks, you know, like I say, these are all, these are all people that you would absolutely like to watch in this kind of film, like Channing Tatum in, in Twenty One Jump Street, and and uh, Sandra Bullock in, you know, Miss Congeniality, and and uh, The Heat, and and. It looks like the kind of thing that would have been very big in the late eighties or the early nineties, and the, just the, seems the really out bird of place on a wire now. Type castaway type, yeah, yeah, romancing Goldie the Hall stone, Kurt Russell sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, romancing the stone. God, that was a good film. Do you have do I you think either of them actually went to the jungle? Because doesn't quite look a, like it. No, oh, right. it wasn't just me who felt no. a lot of that was filmed on blue screens <laughs> and a, sets. It seemed like there's a lot of potted plants and blue screens right. in this jungle. Good. Yeah, yeah, it was very clean. <laughs> Do you think it's the very cheap version of that amazing <laughs> the Mandalorian Mandalorian approach. room? Yes, <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> um, out so in, it, out it, June, um, mid-April, which is not a confident time to be releasing. Crucially, it didn't film. particularly seem funny from the trailer, but it could be a solid. Apart two... from Big Dan, Are you sure? Yeah, Big Dan's go- yeah. Big Dan's googly yeah, eyes. To be fair, yeah, uh, you know, it could be a solid two and a half out of five. I'm fine for it to be on wacky adventure, middle of the road. Feel. As long Do you as it's feel not if like we a... went to see it, we'd be the only two people in the cinema? Yes, hundred okay. percent. Yeah, but you know, I, I'd almost say it's not. It still feels a step above a streaming movie, but not <laughs> maybe half a step above a streaming movie. You know, it didn't look like it had the budget of a streaming movie. <laughs> Given you know gonna... some of the trailers, we for example we saw today a Netflix ad with yeah other streaming services are available, and if they'd like to sponsor, there is. We're, then, we're happy to talk. We're happy to say they're the only ones available. <laughs> but some of those, there looks to be a lot more money pumped into any of those films than this. Yeah, and if this is more than like a sixty to seventy-five million pound production or dollar production, mm. then I don't know. You could probably put this at a hundred million and and well, you with know, quite you a lot of big names in it. streaming yeah. and stuff eventually. But if this is a quarter of a billion, you know, production, then you're in trouble. Then I but think there has to be, be some questions asked yeah. about where the money's been spent. But as I say, due out mid-April, I don't think either of us are particularly excited about it. No, I mean, it's an interesting thing. I'd, I'd, I'd support the fact that this exists because, you know, it looks to be 
Um, because you like bad movies? Well, I do. And also, it's something a bit different. I mean, this is not a cookie-cutter um, superhero film. Again, we might talk about that later on. <laughs> <laughs> because there's, cause let's face it, if you've been to the cinema, you will have seen a trailer for a superhero movie, yeah. even if you haven't seen a superhero movie. <laughs> yeah. This is definitely something... Th- this seems like a film for people who are not interested in in every other film that's out of the cinema, and they want to say... I want to see something different. This is something different. It might not be great, but I think it'll be watchable. That's fair. That's fair. Should we move on to something that most definitely isn't different? Uh, yeah, a crossover <clears throat> between the you see, Jurassic... segue, segue, segue. Lovely. It's a, another instalment. This time they're, they're mixing This is it interesting. Up. This is Jurassic World... Minions. Dem- they're, <laughs> Jurassic they're, World Minions. They're mixing it up with the Illumination sort of Despicable right. Me universe. DreamWorks have bought them out. Which, you know, Wow. Multiverse Ahoy, once we, once the cracks have opened, who we, knows what'll come through. We complain about them not trying new things. No, this is <laughs> Jurassic World Dominion, and I'm I'm at a disadvantage because I didn't see the last one. I don't believe I did, but I'll be honest, mm. if I did, I'm not... I mean, <laughs> they, remember it they have I definitely blurred together. Yeah. What I find really interesting about this one, and there's not much, A, mm. dinosaurs, you know, we all like dinosaurs, but every move, whenever they relaunch a new franchise... They generally like drag out the old cast from the old franchise for a bit, yeah, and then get rid of them fairly early on, yeah. to, so that they can introduce the new cast. And if this seems to be happening in reverse, yeah, yeah. If they've really, really, really run out of any sort of ideas, then you know the last resort is go back to the old guys, and yeah, like normally that's how re- that's how you open the fourth instalment let's say you have some of the old guys there just to lend it a bit of cred but they yeah. they disappear quite early on they they end up like han solo in um the star wars 7 oh, spoilers um what han solo's in star wars 7 yeah. that, i thought he was in the trailers oh, i'm pretty really sure right, it's not a spoiler um, but this time it's much more of the get the old game back of together <laughs> Admission that there's nothing I mean, going anywhere with this franchise check, except backwards. I have to check this device to know if Bryce Dallas Howard is actually in this one. Because she was completely <laughs> hidden in that She was trailer. in two scenes. One possibly in a the voiceover. Film? In the previous film or in, in the, this trailer? In oh, this right, trailer. Okay. And Chris Pratt was still front and centre, but yeah. definitely looked like he was going to have to make way for the heavyweight stars. Yeah, for the people that people remember because they're out of ideas. It even had um, uh, Attenborough, Richard Attenborough's voiceover yep. <clears throat> at the start of the trailer saying, I wanted to give them something real over the shoddiest looking CGI dinosaurs <laughs> that I've seen in a while. I mean, is over the um, it's a... Botoxed face of Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> it's a, well, now I won't hear a word said about him. He's a treasure. But this he's is he's mysteriously not aging. <laughs> it's a What's, franchise. What is he that... doing? He's got a you know a very young new child, I believe, at, at age sixty or something. Then it's yeah, even then. more terrifying. Yeah. Why is he not aging? Why is he not aging? Indeed. Um, it, I mean, it's an admission that they're out of ideas. Dinosaurs surely. in the snow seemed different. I don't remember seeing that before, and that looked quite different. But that's literally the only thing in this trailer. Yeah. The, uh, Why do we care about Jurassic Park films anymore? I mean, I'd be, I'd genuinely be interested to see how the last one did because it was my assumption after Jurassic World one. Now, I guess we have to say <laughs> that everyone would clearly agree that this was a terrible idea and we should never have done it, and that that there was no redeeming features to that film. I mean, again, it, it, it even in this trailer, they have moments where they go, 
oh, why do they always have to go bigger? <laughs> like, it's, you know, it's the usual thing of just because you admit that what you're doing is awful doesn't absolve you from having done it. Would you like to hear the terrible news? Yeah. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom uh, grossed Last... over 1.3 billion. Oh, good grief, people. I mean... The third highest grossing film of 2018 and the 12th highest grossing film of all time. Like, I know there's not... I know there's no point to this podcast. But honestly, what are we doing? Right? If the world is going to spend more than a billion... Look, the, we know the, you're the having the a films mid- we've We seen, know you're having a midlife crisis. We've seen the new car. This is fine. The films we've I'm seen... I'm sorry, was that a low blow? Season of the Witch. We paid money to see in the cinema. And we didn't watch the second Jurassic World film... And the rest of the you, world uh, uh, uh. is not playing along. You don't They're think, not doing their part. You don't think we saw the second. You can't be sure, I'm can you? Not <laughs> really. <laughs> Would not you really. be willing to bet the new car that you did <laughs> You did not see it. I think I've only had it described to me. <laughs> I'm pretty confident. Maybe that's the power of Jurassic World falling. Maybe that's what the accountants are doing. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's just a survey going, did you see it? And they go, I'm not sure. That counts as a yes. Yeah, Tick absolutely. It off. They bought a ticket, apparently. Yeah. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled <laughs> was convincing it's... the world that Jurassic World 2 never existed. The second greatest trick the devil ever pulled is the Jurassic World franchise. Yeah. <laughs> is that where well, we've somebody's got to? got to have sold their soul. <laughs> Steven Spielberg sold his soul to keep this going. Or I Colin mean... Trevorrow, maybe, hanging on to the only thing that... Of course, he's still in... keep... somehow he's yeah. still involved. Well, I mean, it's involved, making the moolahs, isn't it? It shouldn't be. People are bad if they go and see it. Just because, just because, like um, Goldblum got in the last out. one, Andy's in this one again. Due out June. I mean, slap bang in the summer season. So we 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 see the return in this one of um, uh, uh, the two, possibly the only two who haven't been back. Because last time I had Jeff Goldblum. Now we finally got Sam Neill and Laura Dern back. Yep. I mean, it, they haven't found a way to get Samuel L. Jackson back, and that is disappointing. Yeah, I mean, prob- yeah, I would say they can't afford him, but I mean, they can. <laughs> Not given that last gross. I yeah, mean- they can exactly. <laughs> and and what was the story? There are more dinosaurs again. The end. And some something yeah, about was... creating an ecological disaster, and I'm like, well, that's real escapism <laughs> right there, isn't it? Dinosaurs Gosh, and humans cannot coexist. They figure out at the end of. What are we in? The 13th hour of Jurassic World cinema? It's not great. But we do have to say... <laughs> These people lived, are supposed to be scientists. Have it, yeah, but as we've learnt in the last three years, <laughs> Jim, a lot of the stuff about why on earth would they reopen <laughs> the theme park where there clearly <laughs> been multiple deaths... We now know is absolutely what would happen. Yes, that you know, is fair. I, in this film, I will consider it unrealistic if there isn't at least one character who flatly refuses that there are dinosaurs there at all. <laughs> no, there aren't. Totally believes it's they've just eaten a your whole, They've eaten your family. No, they haven't. They're not there. They don't exist. Nonsense. I read on the internet that it's all paper mache. Do your own research, plastic <laughs> <laughs> there are no such things as dinosaurs well, and there never were <laughs> it would appear that uh, everybody will go see <laughs> I've really dampened your mood haven't I which is I saying mean, something this, this, 
I despair for the should world. We, should we move on to another franchise that you are much more behind? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, let's, let's. So, in the yeah, realms of things let's. we don't understand, what people are watching anymore, Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore. Please tell me the last one of these didn't make as much money as, so, as Jurassic World. I don't, I'm not sure it's safe to look it up. It, <laughs> you might have an aneurysm. <laughs> So we did see the first one, I'm pretty sure, and we thought it was awful. Uh, yeah. And so did everyone else in the world, and yet it made more money than God. And and so they signed on for six of them, and in the absence of any other new IP, they're <laughs> happy to give, you know, transphobic children's authors billions of dollars to so, write uh, increasingly poor screenplays. Our internet device claims 812 million only for Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them, and a paltry six hundred and fifty oh. million for the crimes of Grinwald. So that things is are a getting huge worse. Relief. Things are getting better, Jim. So right, yes. If they're making less money, right. Sorry, <laughs> yes, I understand what you mean. Yes. Then they might cap it at a trilogy rather so than a quintology. I think they we talked about this last time. This Did is a, this is a slightly different trailer because it had uh, more yeah. Mads Mikkelsen in it. Yeah, yeah, more um, of the good stuff, and possibly a bit more Jude. Um, did Jude Law speak a line in this trailer? I you saw a few so. shots of him. You saw his great beard. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm proud of that. I was hoping that by this film he'd have he'd have swapped his fashion choice to the Harry Potter type garb, where he's walking <laughs> around in giant blue robes with moons and stars. That's who I'm looking for. You actually saw something <laughs> of Eddie Redmayne, who I thought was completely edited out of the previous trailer. Yeah, he ba- barely appeared yeah. at all. I mean, you can't blame them What with him barely having a character at all, and there barely being a plot at all. My understanding is that hasn't stopped the franchise in any of its forms so far. No, no, I'm just saying that's why I didn't really miss him from previous right. trailers. I guess Because he's inconsequential and nothing means anything. <laughs> the whole thing is totally trivial. Utterly of no import, and if anybody has any stakes in the ongoing story... It still looks cool, though, doesn't it? No. 90s, 20s, American oh. and witches and stuff. The That's... set... The, 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 the production design yeah. is beautiful. <clears throat> everything... Beautiful. I mean, obviously, you know, everything in the real world in these trailers yeah. it's looks great. awesome. <laughs> and then they have to go to the wizarding world of <laughs> CGI, and you're like, no, 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 this looks cool. Yeah. This production design is really interesting. And you know that half of that is achieved with CGI, and you know, yeah. you're like... And yet, when you go to the full let's CGI have them ga- stuff, let's it's taking on gangsters or yeah. something, you know, Tommy it's guns and wands for having, yeah, or cream pie guns and wands, for having whichever, a- well, whatever they had in the twenties, I can't remember. And I think this is something that you said, and I agree with about the first one that we saw, which was that's actually an interesting st- like setting this mm. in the twenties. That's what in got, the 30s, some, got me into seeing it. It's yeah, a really, it's interesting just a story. different look and feel to it. But all it, and that's same as setting it in America. But all mm. that is is just. The opening ten minutes. It's wallpaper. But it's then to just be fair, there to look at the end of the relevant. at the end of the first one, they cast a spell which solved everything and wiped everyone's minds. Yeah, and that was enough to make me convinced I'd quite like to enjoy the second one because <laughs> I think I forgot everything that happened. As did and all then I just the saw the trailers and thought, yes, it's more twenties America. But fortunately, you reminded me that they're only in there for the first ten to twenty minutes. And then it's all, then they yeah. st- and in this one they literally st- got sucked up into a magic vortex and went off to. Fight not Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah. So Mads Mikkelsen taking over from Johnny Depp, who, who took was, over from Colin Farrell. Took over from Colin Farrell. That one was planned, right? In the first one, pointless. That he's, but yeah, pointless that he would be revealed as. Except I think that you know it was one of these anti-leak things where they'd gone, oh no, Johnny Depp is the bad guy. 
but that just had everyone going, uh, just you wait, just you wait till the real bad guy turns. Oh, it was him all along. So what was the point of him having it? <laughs> oh, there wasn't a point. It was just for internet buzz. I see we've been abused. The audience has been abused by the marketing team. As opposed somehow, to what, by the cinema, rather than the director revol- and the writers. Yeah, rather than revolting against it, people <laughs> lapped it up. Like, sh- sh- uh, I don't want to use the term sheep. But my goodness me. Due out very soon, isn't it? Here's um, another mid-April, I believe, that, yes. That insults mid-April. the viewer's intelligence. So, to be fair, Miller's still in it, isn't he? According to the um, internet device... I thought he died in the first one. We saw him briefly in this one, yes. Yeah. But, I mean, the Flash can run fast enough to avoid death. So. <laughs> and, I mean, this is a Warner franchise. He's in a real... The crossover potential is really there. He's in a real competition for which of his two franchises that he's got, that he's got <laughs> thumbs in those pies, which one is the worst pie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, if that was our trailer reel, this would have been a pretty disastrous and difficult decision. I'd have burned the cinema down. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. fine. Okay. Fortunately, we then got a second trailer reel, and oh boy, oh boy, did this look a lot better. You blew that match out. (laughs) Yeah, what a relief. I mean, look, honestly, it's never been clearer that our biases are on show, because because the the uh, cross-gender and cross-age appeal of things like J.K. Rowling's work and uh, the obvious targeting of The Lost City at a... Uh, older female audience and the family appeal of the Jurassic World franchise which demonstrably made billions and obviously is very popular <laughs> clearly shows that it's yeah, we hate the, them all yeah, clearly we're the problem right clearly what? we are the problem what? we are middle aged white men who are here saying careful, these things careful. aren't for us but um, you know these things aren't for us and I don't like it so, what is then let's look at some things that are for us and then let's go and watch them twice so that they stop with all this inclusivity nonsense. <laughs> you make me now embarrassed to talk about the film I really want to see. <laughs> Ambulance. Guns and My- boobs. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. <laughs> uh, I mean, you are this, what's this wrong with looked, the world. This looks amazing. Y- you go, because I'm just going to little... I'm going to redact myself... <laughs> From the following opinions, <laughs> didn't you not like? Did you not like the look of the trailer for Ambulance? Uh, it's R-rated Michael Bay. It Finally, looks like stuff after we've like seen a million times before. Thirty years of. All right, how many Transformers films have there what been? Do you mean Thirty years. How many Which... Transformers films have there been? Will it be better than Pain and Gain? Possibly. No, it's got absolutely not. Potentially. Will it be better than uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's uh, greatest work, which you could argue a lot of things, Nightcrawler uh, for one of them, or you could just say, will it be better than Spider-Man End of Watch? Two. Yeah, yeah. Will it be better than Spider-Man Far From Home? No, it will not. Will it be better than End of Watch? It might be. No, it won't. Stop it. <laughs> so it's not going to be a good... It's not going to be the best Michael Bay film. It's not going to be the best Jake Gyllenhaal film. It's wow. not going to be the best so film what? about an ambulance in LA, which is Nicolas Cage's City of Angels, it'll obviously. Be better. It'll be better. Yeah, of course it'll be better than that. <laughs> Are you insane? I'm just struggling where you're going with this. Gotta, I see, I see the, whole, the whole statement to spoof. I see you're right. <laughs> I mean, this looked like a proper R-rated action movie shot like a music video. When is the... <laughs> yeah, like, what? Bay. We haven't had one of those in decades. We have had um, Wrath of Man, the Guy Ritchie uh, <laughs> film, which is exactly <laughs> that sort of thing. So, based on a Parker novel. 
Hang on. I believe it was an Amazon Prime streaming <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> Did you just compare Michael Bay and Guy Ritchie? Yeah. Right. And okay. Michael Bay came off unfavourably. <laughs> if you're keeping score. <laughs> I, was, I was not. I think I missed that part as well. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Guy Ritchie, Jason Statham in Wrath of Man. Completely nonsensical plot about a double. Did it double look spectacular? Did it have cameras panning around somebody as they rose up into frame? No, but did it, it have ha- more automatic weaponry than the US military? Did no, it, it have well, cars well, flipping? <laughs> I mean, this trailer just screamed carnage and looked great. What is it about? Two characters. Jake Gyllenhaal. I have no idea what it's about. And Bank robbers. I might have to ask for your assistance here. Yaha Abdul Mateen? Yeah, Yaha Abdul Mateen II. Uh, apparently, brothers. Okay, yeah, sure. Now, sure. they might be, you know, brothers or brothers, who knows, who are ambulance drivers who moonlight as bank robbers. Oh, I did. I thought they were just fake ambulance drivers who were bank oh, robbers. Oh, okay, full maybe. Time. Uh, I mean, the camera was pretty work was pretty chaotic. <laughs> it's hard to know if they these were the, stealing money from someone's pockets or giving them CPR. These are the kind of details that don't matter. Except <laughs> the part of it. You're right. <laughs> Um, and then the entire LA police force chased them. And then, yeah, and then the rest of the trailer was just explosions. Yes. It looked fantastic. <laughs> it's. I mean, to, it's dumb, To be fair, right? when it runs its full two hours, what are we going to assume? Two hours 10, two hours 16, you're right, it might be quite dull. Yeah. But for a three-minute trailer, my God, it looks amazing. <laughs> who's, the, who's the female lead that... Uh, did he, did Michael Bay direct it or just write and produce it? Uh, no, I believe he's director. Yep. Wow. Director. So, he, he doesn't write. Who's the female... Well, I mean, nobody writes a Michael Bay <laughs> film, do they? <laughs> directed by Michael Bay. Scrawled yeah. by Michael Bay. Who, who's the female star that he's going to... Perv over pornographically with the uh, listed here. Uh, the only woman. Oh no, there are two women there. Eliza Gonzalez potentially. Right. Let's Don't see know what her she's been in. Best known Eisen, for Eisen. Baby Driver, and really? was in um, Con- Godzilla vs Kong, which we have, which seen. we saw last yeah. year. Yeah. We've seen Baby Driver also. Have we seen? I've seen Hobson Shaw. I've seen, you bought Hobson Shaw. Although me. I believe she's only in one scene of Hobson Shaw, so it'd be a, <coughs> it'd be all right to forget that. <laughs> well, we do her a disservice, as will this film. <laughs> Unless you know Michael Bay's had a renaissance and she's the lead. A re- the trailer didn't suggest that. Bay renaissance. Aye, we'll get there. We'll figure it, it out. It needs it needs workshopping. He doesn't I need one. That. He's never gone away or changed. <laughs> So you don't like the look of this at all? It's trash. This is a trash film. It's not even a good trash film. It's a Michael oh. Bay trash film. It'll be the worst kind of brainless trash. You're a that monster. Vapid, unending, nonsensical, You're out in March, tedious. so we're only a couple of weeks away from it. Start it's March the new February. <laughs> I don't know. Should we see what month Morbius is being released in? <laughs> Which segue, segue. <laughs> Which month it's being pushed in? Are you auditioning for like a local radio job or something? <laughs> I just feel this could use a little more professionalism. Wow, wow. And you're the one to deliver <laughs> And I'm providing okay. a little. <laughs> <laughs> right, so tell us, oh my, tell us about Morbius. You're, you're soon to be the top film in your, you've ever seen. 
Uh, this is favorite. a new trailer for the, Morbius. The Sony see. universe expands again. Yeah. A, what was it say at the end? A new Marvel legend arriving soon? Yes, in a different voice to any other voice in the rest <laughs> of the trailer, so it leads me to believe that that's desperately what they wanted after the I fact. still claim that was giving us a peek of the next trailer, but <laughs> well, I mean, let's wait for that. Said, could be said. Come on. What? God, you're segueing all over the place. I'm holding this show together while you disappear off on wild tangents about Guy Ritchie films (laughs) I mean there are lots who say you shouldn't hold it together (laughs) let it die Um, like Morbius like the Sony ah, franchise come on on, defend Morbius for me (laughs) why do I have to I mean yeah alright um this looks like the schlockiest kind of late 90s superhero film in the best possible way. It will test whether Jared Leto has any charisma or, or not. Don't we know the answer to that? Uh, do we? We've seen. We've all seen Blade Runner. <laughs> 2049? I, I mean, if you're arguing that he doesn't from that, then I've got to disagree. I thought he was great in Blade really? Runner. Yeah, I thought he was very cool in it. Um... I thought he was better in Suicide Squad, but hey. Uh, <laughs> I don't I can, I'm not sure I can back that up. Do you not remember the gold teeth? Oh, the in the first one. Hair? In the first one. Yes, right. I said Suicide Squad, not, not the, the Suicide, suicide. You know, Do pay attention. No, Jim, that's entirely my mistake, and I apologise. <laughs> what, what has got into you? Are you I still just, suffering? Feel, are you still in shock up. from the um, Jurassic World box you've office? Got to when you make such a colossal error as I just made. <laughs> Such an unforgivable error. You've got to own up to it, and I do. I right. Do. Yeah, absolutely my fault there. You do know we're going to be talking about the Batman <laughs> and not Batman. So Michael Keaton's a Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you're guessing wow. it. Wow. You're guessing That's, it. You know, it's easy when you get sort of linked into it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah, Jared Leto. I mean, they've I feel, skipped all of the backstory. I feel like we one. shouldn't know Michael Keaton's in Morbius. It seems a shame that they're desperate to do, tell us in the trailers. Do you, do you feel that it's another one of those spoilery type moments? <laughs> it does that feel like a... Desperate to cram in because what they've got won't entice people on their own. Or at the very least, they're not confident that it will. Yes. Yes. You might be right there. I'm almost surprised we didn't get, you know, the shot of inevitably Tom Hardy from the post credit scene. <laughs> there's no... Or there's who's no playing s- Craven the Hunter? Aaron uh, Taylor Johnson. Oh yeah, it is Aaron Taylor Johnson. That's right. He'll be saved for the rest. Anyway, That'll sorry, you're trying to convince me That'll why I should weird. give a damn about Morbius. Well, first, let's talk about the trailer. It's a different trailer to the trailer that we've seen previously, and this yep. one contains basically no backstory except the long-winded way they keep saying he's a vampire, which is, and and it's cut up like. It's from it, it's, it's seven different the... sentences from one massive speech where he goes, and I am the. It's superhuman, and also I need to drink. So there's two the things blood. that worry about me here. One is cut in the way that vampire is a copyrighted word that Marvel own, and Sony are not allowed to say it. And two, does that mean there are at least seven sequences in this film where he explains how <laughs> vampire he is? He must do, because as you say, the one line they take... Or, That's terrifying! Or in certain bits, he says really obtuse bits, where he's like, no, no, I'm fine, I just need to drink blood. And they're like, what? He's like, mm, nothing, no, never mind. And later he's like, I feel like I'm superhuman. And stuff. So they don't say vampire, you're right. And it isn't that the Marvel have a trademark because, you know, the opposite is true. Dracula was so far out of trademark that Dracula has appeared in Spider Man comics. <laughs> so, um, and Morbius, is, uh, they teamed up to take <coughs> Dracula, I think. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. 
So they don't explain why Morbius I mean, is like you he is. You can make up anything say. about Marvel Comics, and it seems feasible, doesn't it? Yeah, and, I mean, you bought that stuff decoy. about Dracula being in it for a start. <laughs> a model life decoy, three androids and an alien, <laughs> took down the Wolfman. Yeah. In... You mean you mean J. Jonah Jameson's son, the Wolfman? <laughs> John Jameson. I don't, I don't John know Jameson, anymore. <laughs> an astronaut who goes up and finds a medallion <laughs> on the moon that turns him into a werewolf when he gets back to Earth. Am I lying, Jim? You don't know. Don't know. Am I making it up? You don't know. Can we go back to the incredibly Canonical. vague Batman quote? Canonical. I can probably handle those. <laughs> what? There was no. The problem was right in the previous ones. They've gone. Right, oh, the, look, prob- the problem with this trailer is there was one good thing in this entire trailer, <laughs> and it was not. Matt Smith overacting again. Oof. Nothing else in this trailer gave me the slight. In the same way that Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> lifts, lifted the lost city from zero stars that, to one and a half. Do you think it's getting better? Or Matt getting Smith worse? emoting lifted this film from zero stars to half a star. Oh, emoting is that what he was doing? I thought it was the Royal Shakespeare <laughs> Academy's. <laughs> School of acting. <laughs> the louder you shout, the more you're acting. Absolutely. So he's been basically not. Pre- he was maybe like visible for one scene of a previous trailer. He didn't get any lines though, and we wondered why he might have been cut out. And well, now we know. And do it's sus- a good or a bad thing, depending <laughs> on your point of view. Do we suspect he's going to have his voice redone in post, like Bane? To- <laughs> Oh, American. We don't understand the word he's saying. Yeah, I've dubbed him over with an American. What I didn't get from this was any idea of what the story of the movie is. It seemed to just be Jared Leto of... has incidents yeah. in the South American jungles. Turns sure. into a possibly vampire. They definitely say you're has, the bad guy. Has multiple attempts. Probably attacks the police a few times. Yeah. And then I would imagine Matt Smith steals the formula and turns himself into a slightly more powerful vampire, and they have a fight at the end. And so it's basically a, Iron yeah. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. With no zero charisma in any of the actors. That's why they had to show Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> Going, hey, I'm in this for some reason. Do you th- Don't do worry you think about he, it. Do you think he actually is, or do you think they've just used cutting room floor stuff from <laughs> Homecoming? He said, "Doctor Michael Morbius." Oh, did he? Yeah. Wow, he's earned his. So, percentage, whatever you get for you know it's been filmed for this, but uh, <laughs> were, were his yeah. were his lips saying Michael Morbius at the same time as the voice? was he off script? Was it the back of his head? What they did is they had Michael Keaton for a day and they just fed him peanut butter and recorded his lips and then had it had it overdubbed with whatever they felt like later. So this says June March thirty first. It keeps getting has pushed it moved, back. Has it moved forward? Because I thought it was, it was April. A- I thought it was in April. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing says confidence like desperately shuffling it around the schedules in to the avoid. hope that nobody will know, yeah, and so no, therefore, in, in the hope that it won't clash with anything. <laughs> are they worried about the lost city competing? <laughs> with this? Have you seen that trailer? I mean, damn, wow. Mr. Radcliffe, yeah. he really steals the show. Yeah, we've only got stupid Doctor Who over here. Terminator Genesis. Man. I mean, the. Yeah. the Fortunately, this might be the last time we talk about Morbius. It'll probably be the last time we talk about Matt Smith, to be honest, unless he gets a new agent. (laughs) You know they Terminator Genesis and then this, and then think you're on a roll. Fair. (laughs) I mean, it would be terrible, but I still want to see it. His agents told him he's part of the Marvel Universe. (laughs) (laughs) You know anybody signing up to this gets told they're in the MCU. Yeah. That's how it works. They're in the uh, MCU with the... Asterix. M- MCU Asterix. You're in the MCU if we want you. <laughs> if we don't, you'll never be. And the age is just going. The multiverse. You never know. You never know. Yeah. But won't this prevent me from playing any other role in the MCU? 
Technically, no, but also you're not getting off of any other <laughs> role in the MCU, Matt. It's not preventing right. you from any role you were going to get, Matt. I, <laughs> I promise <laughs> this won't affect your chances. Uh, oh, we are cruel, aren't we? Yeah. So, very excited. We've spoken quite a bit about Morbius. This feels like the second or third time we've talked about it's it. Gonna so. be, it's going to be complete shit, and I want to watch it. <clears throat> Is it... So, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? You're replacing the charisma of Tom Hardy with the vacuum of Jared Leto. If it's a PG-13, I genuinely won't bother. <laughs> if it's a 15, I won't There's no way it. Sony are releasing a 15. It says PG-13 here, but that's uh, But There's but, no way Sony are uh, releasing a 15-rated movie. But uh, Venom was a 15, wasn't it? Wasn't that the point, that it did massively well? For, I very didn't much Didn't it break that. the records for a, for a 15-rated film? I mean, I what th- you see, I I'm pretty sure. Uh, Boom, oh. right at the top there. 15. Wow. God. Yeah. Was, that, was that Tom Hardy's physique? Uh, well, Tom Hardy's charisma. Was uh. the thing that carried it to that, unquestionably. So as a PG-13, it will at <coughs> best be a wings-clipped version of something <laughs> interesting. And its only thing that would be interesting is the gratuitous gore and violence. So. Do you think it'll hold on to that 15 rating once the highest rated 15 or highest grossing 15 rated movie once the Batman's been out for a couple of weeks since that was surprisingly at 15 yeah well we shall have to see should we we skip our last trailer and go straight to the Batman Um, it's a slightly different trailer for a film we've already (laughs) have we seen a trailer for this film in the cinema yet I don't think we've spoken about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness it's good it's good getting the references in <laughs> definitely bring the definitely. audience with you Jim um, don't, don't leave them behind generally them saying that film is difficult yeah. at the best <laughs> most of times unless you have some context and the reason say. I say that is our last film mm. Spider-Man had a trailer for this as its post credit scene yeah and I can't believe we've seen a trailer in cinemas which separately to that yeah. particularly as it should be pointed out we didn't stick around to see that part of the post credit scene yeah well so, I mean because I'd seen it right. tell us about Doctor the Strange in the it. multiverse of madness a lot going on here a lot more than the previous trailer <clears throat> which as you mentioned was the post credit scene from the last Spider-Man film um, there's there's Doctor Strange in it <laughs> Rachel McCann briefly made, made a, so a return I don't Doctor Strange did something a bit naughty in the Sony universe and that apparently has some kind of ripples into the Marvel universe and, Is that or, and or possibly following on from the What If animated series on Disney Plus right, might that's be true. that Doctor Strange you did weird stuff or the, um, Who knows? the Loki series there's obviously a connection there oh uh, yeah it's all over the it's place. the same writer apparently Oh, as the Loki TV series, yes. really? Move oh, straight on to Doctor Strange. It, it, it it's almost like, like these it. Marvel films have a plan. That they're sort of interconnected. Like they oh. kind of think it out a, a year or two in advance rather than just panicking and throwing everything at the screen. I mean, that'll never work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we saw we saw what planning ahead gets you with Batman versus Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goodness um, me. Yeah, but what is going on in this, right? So basically, all we're led to the, so see. So Doctor is... Strange is having nightmares after what he did during Spider-Man: No Way Home. Right. Yes, and or what if, and or Loki. Well, I don't. Yeah, yeah maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Who yeah. knows? It's so interconnected with Lost Track. Stuff's involved. And then somehow he starts jumping through universes, presumably with the help of the Scarlet Witch. Yes, presumably yes. Because we definitely go and see him introducing himself to yeah. Wanda. 
She makes a very good point. <laughs> Although, you know, I mean, well, that's been said, right? They said, oh, she makes a good point where she says, you break the rules and you're a hero. I break the rules and I'm the enemy. Mm. And you go, well, he, bra- he broke the rules to try and save people. You broke the rules and basically tortured a town full of people. So there is a... You're very a much on difference. the semantics. It's yeah. almost like semantics matter in the law. <laughs> and to me, it's more the broad strokes, okay. I find. It's a good soundbite. <laughs> it's a good soundbite. I'll give it that, right? So, yeah, I mean, the you know, in the, the scuttlebutt on the internet is that obviously she'll be... From the end of Vision um, and, and WandaVision, the TV series, uh, there is the suggestion that her children are uh, alive and possibly... Adults, oh, in a different, in a different multiverse, universe, and oh, she is trying me. to get to that world. I mean, do you think this will open up the way Spider-Man did with cameos from the history of Doctor Strange movies? Well, technically, WandaVision <laughs> did it first when they had her brother from That's the fair. Fox movies turn up. Um, Evan, what's his face? Evan Peters. Evan Peters. Yeah, um, as Quicksilver, but it will also potentially therefore wasn't it? Wasn't it technically Peter Boner? <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, why? It's real, it it's no real high concept. Yeah, it's, it's real, you know, high art, the Marvel movie. Occasionally just dumb, but good, yeah. Um, thank goodness Bruce Campbell's in it. This one directed by uh, Oops, Sam. Sam Raimi, who obviously we who kicked the whole thing off, you might say, with, with the original Spider-Man I'm film. excited to see Sam Raimi <laughs> making big, crazy superhero films again. It, He's very good at it. It's going to be one of two things, right? He'll either be absolutely straight-jacketed by the, as you said very very conscious of what they want and what they don't want mcu these days they know what they want and they know when they try to rein people in you know um or it will be sam raimi able to go nuts and you know i think think that first worry i think they've got a lot better at that i think they're a lot better at saying right here we need you to get to point b and we need you to include this but after that away you go which they definitely couldn't do in the early years yeah I think they're a lot better What's at the, the, the Iron Man 2 type of film <laughs> <laughs> you know where stuff has to happen they're a lot better yeah. at making that look a lot less seamless even though I imagine it's a lot harder yeah, to yeah, do yeah, under so the surface to keep parts. it all rolled in but surely having the same writer as a previous work would help keep mm-hmm. it online but I mean obviously there's been some friction because they've lost the um, director from the first film he quit Really? Before production started over the classic creative differences. There was, wasn't there? They, they Did they not? Was that the one I'm where they said he to wanted to keep it a smaller thing and they... Um, and, and and obviously smaller isn't really the way that Marvel <laughs> goes these days. Scott Scott Dickinson. Scott Derrickson. Derrickson. Oh, yeah. So, oh. I mean, who? Well, maybe we'll find the true one day, but uh, everyone just parted company on good terms and How moved over to Sam Raimi. So. This has got to be like a, a two and a half hour film again, isn't it? It's going to have to be. I mean, I mean that's after today's epic. That seems yeah. kind of short. Well, true. Yeah, maybe it'll be two and three quarter hours. It doesn't have, I mean, it's not out till May, so it probably hasn't. It probably isn't locked yet. <laughs> right now, edited, it's hovering yeah. between 2.40 and 2.60, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> two hours and 60 minutes, oh, that's me. Lined it up perfectly. Uh, somehow. <laughs> Marvel movies have 65 minutes in an hour. <laughs> it's the only way you can fit in all that action and all that plot. Other, otherwise, everyone except Mads Mikkelsen returns, I think. Benedict Wong. Yeah. I mean, there's no Benjamin Bratt, I don't think, but he got... Ooh, I don't know. He, 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 he didn't do well for himself in a post-credit scene. <laughs> yeah, that that's ambiguous enough, Jim. That'd I mean, we're talking about film that's... Four years ago, yeah. Or so it's yeah, bit... with it, 
We've got, people. we've got, a, we've got a bit of leeway. She wanted Geoffrey's back as Baron Mordo with and better hair. Yeah, better hair, but That's also good. his his quest, as we saw from the last one, is basically. Too many wizards, got to kill them I'd all. I'd really like to know what he's been doing for the four or five years. I, I hope they find time to address that in some way. I yeah. mean, the trailer didn't suggest their, their shortage of wizards, and plenty of them turned up for Avengers Endgame. Yeah, so maybe he's right, there were wizards. too many. Right. Can't now, be a job as a wizard these days. So what's he wizards. been doing for four years? He's Just been bumping them off. Very slowly. Yeah. Well, there's <laughs> only one of him, and he's presumably not using magic to do it anymore. <laughs> he's not the most threatening... Well, who knows? Maybe he will be. I, I, I'm, I'm going to put it out. I'm going to assume he blipped. That's going to be the story reason <laughs> why we haven't heard anything from him Maybe. for this length of time. Oh, that's not, not a bad idea. What, yeah. a, what have you been doing, mate? You're supposed yeah. to be an arch villain. But no, I like, I do, and I do like to see him back. I think, he, I think he was great in the first film. Yeah. He could be hopefully allowed to spread his legs a bit more, uh, be a bit uh, more evil this time. But. He didn't have enough <gasps> to do in the first film, I don't think. No. So we're keen to. I mean, always. Um, there's a lot of thought. risk. I imagine there's a lot of risk that that'll be the fact here. I think he won't have too much to do. Yeah, I'm not expecting to him to be the one who's breaking open the multiverse, for well, example. Let's let's put it this way: there was a suggestion at one point in the trailer that the main bad guy is also going to be played by Ben <laughs> just like the first film. So, well, yeah, that's yeah. cool. So um, we shall see. I mean, yeah. there's at least uh, the, that trailer had three different Doctor Strangers in. Yeah, there's been at least a fourth in another trailer. They're certainly. Pushing the boat out. There's a, a, a is there a risk of that there's just too much? They're putting too many elements in these films now. Well, yes. <laughs> and, okay, know, fine. For, for Sam Raimi's experience on Spider-Man Three, where the biggest problem was there are too many elements in this film, <laughs> and we know, you know No Way well. Home really badly suffered from just so many elements. <laughs> that was handled well. Maybe True. the world has moved on, like you say. But yeah. Mm. Boy, so, what, a, what, a, what a conflagration six of, of trailers of, yeah, stuff. that we've finally got our way through. Do you want to be really quick and pick a main event before we move? Sorry, to pick a choice of those before we move on to the main event. Well, we know what you're going to see. Yeah, it's um, Ambulance. So I feel like I've got to go and watch Lost City to make up for it. <laughs> Instead of Morbius. Yeah, I don't wow. want it. Well, Morbius is a PG-13, so it's going to be a waste of my time. All right, fine. Afraid so. So with that that uh, divergence at the box office... What are we talking about? It seems like an age ago since we started this <laughs> We've got podcast. to get on to the, the film we actually watched, which was... Batman, starring Michael Keaton. Oh, I've done it again! No! <laughs> the Batman. Not even hyphenated. The Batman. Oh, well, yeah. The Batman. Is that... I think that's traditional, isn't it? You don't normally hyphenate Batman. I mean, back in the back in the early comics, with, with the big Bat logo, it was Bat-Man, wasn't it? Was the it? Bat, yeah, if it you say, if you say so. Comics, yeah. um, what did oh, you well, think? That doesn't, that doesn't bode well. If I was going to lean on you <laughs> for, for the fountain of Batman knowledge for this one, because... You know, we've already had the definitive Spider-Man film, finally. You've already had the definitive Batman film yes. in The Dark Knight. <clears throat> That's very true. I, I And here we go again. Uh, yeah, I kind of think, actually, it's not better than The Dark Knight, but it's definitely... Did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was really well done. I mean, it's a little bit... You know, it, it's aimed at a younger audience than us. Again, it is a 15, but it is very much, if you're 15, 16, 17, you're going to think this is the smartest This film. is the coolest thing yeah. you have ever seen. Yeah. I mean, someone so dropped clever. an F-bomb. Yeah. 
goodness me! I don't even remember that, but <laughs> it's, I mean, it has to be the first. It's the first Batman film with an F bomb. It must be the first super one of the first superhero films. Oh. All these mainstream films. <laughs> <laughs> That's not mainstream. I don't even remember it happening, but yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought, uh, like I say, you know, it, it, it's it's still comfortably within its genre, but there's definitely a sense of uh, authorship about it. Mm. That it was a tale that <clears throat> came fully formed from somebody's passion. I don't. One, one thing I wanted to ask you is: is this very obviously or directly uh, taken from a particular run of comics or anything like that? Is this an original story? Or is this it's an original story, story as far as I know? But it feels it feels to me very much as though it's been ripped out of. Yeah. Um. You know, a classic '90s grunge, gritty Batman. You know, The Dark yeah. Knight Returns, The Batman Year One. All At one point, kind of um, I don't know how they did it, but Robert Pattinson, outside of the cowl, had the sort of grim expression of the the older... I mean, obviously he's much younger than mm. the character in Dark Knight Returns, but it's absolutely the Frank Miller expression right. of a sort of grim, yeah. downcast mouth. And I thought, I mean, for a start, I think Pattinson did an incredible job <laughs> here. I think there's a huge amount to really appreciate about this film. Yeah. I think the craft that's gone into it is spectacular and there's some sequences. I don't know as a whole I'd love it. Ooh, I certainly, okay. I certainly appreciate it, but yeah. I don't love it and I'm not sure what I'll get from it in the second or third viewing. I think that, yeah, it's, repeated viewings might be a challenge. It's interesting because it's a, it's definitely, as you say, it, it commits wholly to mm. that Frank Miller, everything is bleak, everything is I mean, they it's, used to say they said, they said the Nolan films are bleak, but yeah. there are jokes in the Nolan yeah. films. There is actual heroism in the Nolan films until the finale. Yeah. There's basically heroin in this film. There's a, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's a wonderful, there's a traditional comic book drug that's application is nothing like real drugs, so we <laughs> well, can see people I'll taking take your word for it, the yeah. comic book drugs without getting the rating up to an eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 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 excuses they come up with for their comic book drugs are always wonderful. The, the drop heads. Yes, but um, but yeah, there's not a single joke in it. There's not a no. single. I don't think there's a real act of heroism in it until the end. Now, some of that is the story they're trying to tell. I think all of but it, it is, does make it? for a very, very bleak experience, doesn't it? I and think very... that's probably why I liked it. Maybe. Like its but whole point. Does is, it feel? But then, know. did it go far enough? Because it da- it badly wants to be seven. It desperately wishes it was seven. I think and it does it in the context of and it's a not, And it's not film. as yeah. good as seven. It uh, still no. sits within the bounds of, yeah, I can't do those things because it's still a superhero film. Yeah, but I mean, you know, <coughs> look, seven's a little bit trite, isn't it, really? <laughs> um, I mean, maybe going back to it now and it would seem like a cliched ridden yeah. piece of trite. <laughs> but the problem is we're, we're looking at this now. Yeah. You know, if this had come out, who knows, but... I mean, god damn it, somebody give somebody in this film a lozenge. <laughs> How many... Because they're all talking like this. Uh, yeah, but did, exactly, did Batman, put a, gra- did Batman put a gravelly voice on? Yeah. Or, did, or did, was, was that only because told? everyone he yeah. worked with had gravelly voices yeah. and he was a bit younger than well, them? <laughs> he, so it wasn't he turns so much... up ten years younger and goes, Hello, I'm, how are you doing with the criminals? He's like, oh, I'm not going to trust you. I'm Jeffrey Wright. And he's like, oh, sorry, I'm Batman. Ah, I mean, Jeff, there's Jeffrey right there was poor old Andy Circus who got like three scenes max <laughs> growling <laughs> away growl. there was John Turturro doing his best growly voice 
Paul Dano did not. <laughs> Perhaps again in deliberate contrast. Yes, very true. Very um, true. You know, maybe that is the only difference between them. Think about it. Mm. <laughs> it was very big on. Oh, but actually, aren't they the same? Think about it. Like every and, Batman film ever has yeah, been. Yeah, but in a it, but in an almost not cheesy way. Like it went to great lengths to show you. Saying these are the these are people doing the same solutions to the same yes. problems. Yes, that was very well you know, handled, and it hit you over the head a little bit with this stuff. And I but... think it struggled to get to that, but once it hit that area, oh, yeah, because I'd heard some criticism about the last third of the film. Yeah, that it lost and it its ended way five times. <laughs> but I thought that was easily the strongest bit of it. I thought it opened really well. I mm. felt like the investigation got kind of muddled. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't really care about what they were investigating. It seemed like a yeah, there was know, a, yeah, there was. A, I don't know what it was, but they couldn't manage to make me personally that interested in what the great secret because it, I don't think everyone it was, was clear trying what to the uncover would be yes, like they set it, it up and you went, "Ooh, what is this <clears throat> riddle?" And then yes. the more it went on, you went, "No, wait, mm. why is the riddle?" Like, why is that mm, important mm. to what it is? And I think it got there in the end, but yes, there's definitely... And, they de- and then they had... And, and the riddle was explained, like, three times. <laughs> yeah. And, and each time it got less interesting. <clears throat> I thought what they were originally moving towards was a really interesting way of doing it, and then they stepped back and changed it again, and then they changed it a third time. Oh, yeah. Well, it could be. Or it could be that they had a really good idea, and actually they couldn't write anything that was good enough to get to that maybe like what they wanted was some big overarching conspiracy that you know once you twist it unravels at the end and you go oh goodness look i've been so blind but actually those are really hard to write yeah and the fact that just about everybody's dead (laughs) their body counts very high in this film the riddler is very successful Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> what a what a you know a fun turn from Paul Dano. I think it's a really good take on the character. I think he's tremendous, um, and the film really struggles when he disappears for probably was only twenty minutes. Yeah, but in the space of that film, felt like an hour and a half, where it heads off in other plot stories and then circles back to him. But I think it. I, did think it, I mean, you could you couldn't have kept on him for the three hours, but. No, he did quite a good job of shifting the focus around. I mean, like you said, perhaps you got try to, and make it a hazy got, conspiracy. But. You got well, you got. I think maybe you got muddied on it, but I didn't ever feel lost. I no. never felt like, why are we looking at this now? Like there was, some of it might have been extraneous, but it was all well. You know why they're here? Yes, it's because yes. they're trying to do. No, this. it was never a confusing plot. Yeah. It was just a meh. And there wasn't really much. I mean, I can see how it got to this length as well, because apart from maybe. <sighs> tidying up the really because i can see i reckon you could shave off at least 20 to 30 minutes just with a best as judicious editing right there's a lot of lingering shots on things at the start that don't really, really need to be lingered on but yeah. i've i felt that throughout it may be gained pace later on but you could definitely sharpen it up if you wanted to make it yeah that now i think they, the intention was to make it big and long and an epic crime drama, I think. Well, the irony was, like <coughs> I said at the start, you know, that they were doing a lot of tell, don't show, which is obviously the opposite of what mm. you want. But then when they try, it seemed like when they were trying to convey things to you just by showing you, really what they leaned on is, like you said, lingering shots of, uh, of, of, of one scene or, or mm. one long shot where you actually went, well, this bit's kind of, uh, not boring, but you know this, like you said, could have been tightened a yeah, little bit. Yeah. 
But then I also have the complaint that a lot of the things that they did, and again, maybe this is just to make it accessible to the audience that they're after, they really explained two or three times <laughs> and very explicitly. Well, I mean, you know, there was... it is a complicated conspiracy they're trying to unravel, or they want it to seem like a complicated conspiracy. Yeah, but a lot, of the, a lot of the themes and notes and things could have been quite clever and subtle, and then they explicitly stated <laughs> what they were several times. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess. But I did think it was good. You know, it, it I mean, if you look back, gorgeous. At... I mean, you don't, you can't go more than a minute without another jaw-dropping camera angle or view or effect. Everything's yeah. seamless. There's no like ludicrous CGI characters jumping around. Everything looks <laughs> physical. Everything looks yeah. real. Was there enough action in it? Because I've heard people say they like the <gasps> fact that it concentrates more on the mm. detective mm. side. For me, of the there Batman-y. was. I thought so, and I thought so too. I, I thought, thought the car chase was terrible. Um, I felt it was really badly shot. The I start and end of it, it all like the start and end scenes, the bits they put in the trailer of the car chase, great. Right, yes. The middle of it was a choppy mess. Yes, yes. Um, Which is odd because the know. rest of the action wasn't. Yeah, the fight scenes aren't you know born identity shady no. cam cam. No, they're not. Um, they're much clearer. So obviously it was a choice for the car chase. Or but... a your second unit. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Could, probably will be, right? Yeah. Well, when you're a writer and a director, I don't know how much you want to leave off to second unit. They tend to be quite possessive of their films. But I, I guess it depends. I mean, Matt Reeves is the writer and director, right? So yeah. what, has he, what has he done in terms of direction? Because if he's a first or, 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 or you know, if he doesn't have many directing credits... Remember, he made action. two of the pla- two Planet of the Apes films. Three, two Planet of the Apes films. That's oh, where well. he made his hmm. his name. Then yeah, you would expect that he would be. Uh, no, maybe maybe there are no car chases in the Planet of the Apes films, but <laughs> often that kind of thing will be like, look, this is going to cost a lot of money, so we will hand it off to somebody who's experienced. Mm. Um, but or in the case of Warner Brothers, we'll just hand it off to someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I think mean, he made Cloverfield, the the found footage film of he? the monster attacking um, New York. Oh, is that Matt Reeves? Director Cloverfield, let me in, and then to Planet of the Apes films so that's pretty solid you know as a resume goes i mean they might not be all the best ever but that's uh, certainly no stinkers in there um that's where he knew andy circus yeah. from clearly ah. his old mate who apparently didn't have much time for this film i but mean he was so wasn't underused wasn't he yeah, such very, a shame yeah. Yeah. so much more you could do with him and i mean it, it and definitely where was he supposed like... to be living yeah yeah i was gonna say it seemed like he was filmed in <coughs> <England>. <coughs> And the it's, rest of it was shot in what? It seemed like Chicago? he was filmed on the set of Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah, it did. <laughs> well, a lot was apparently shot in Liverpool and Glasgow, I believe. A lot of Gotham is. I can believe that. There's definitely some. Of, there's yeah. definitely some in Chicago, and obviously New York is used because it's always used. But as it went on, it did seem like, hang on, this is definitely a different city. But, but you don't. Know, but you don't get that. Um, Batman Begins esque. Actually, this is a set in a big warehouse. Which yeah. Batman Begins suffers from. Yeah. Particularly during its sort of big riot scenes in averted commas. It always yeah. felt very real. It always felt like a proper city. You're right. It didn't always glue together as a totally <laughs> no. believable city. But That's I would fine. say it does Whatever. as good a job as the it's previous a comic films movie, do. You know, you know the Nolan some... ones use multiple American yeah. cities that glued together, and I think this yeah. one works. So I mean, you didn't like it. It must have cost them a fortune from the rain machine. Oh, I, I, you know, there was one bit of it when I thought, 
Oh man, they must be so wet. Because <coughs> so many of these things are great big yeah. raindrops. And I thought it was it, like, oh. it was brutal in terms of film length and dripping rain. It's yeah. not a good film for the bladder, is it? In any, <laughs> I mean, there's many a three-hour film that decides to have a big fight near a waterfall in the final third, but this was just relentless. And, and then also, the end involves water as well. And also the, um, <laughs> you know, you're thinking, oh, I bet that suit is heavy when it's water. <laughs> The suit looked really good. Yeah. I thought. And that's and where they a did a lot bit of better, show not tell. A lot better than I thought in the trailers. Yeah. yeah I don't I know if they did some... It looks smaller in the trailers somehow. Maybe it's just because he spends so much time in the shadows, which is done really effectively, mm-hmm. stepping out of complete darkness multiple times. And, of course, the disappearing while someone's chatting, which they didn't overuse. <laughs> no, which, to be honest, twice. is a bit silly. And, <laughs> yeah, they, own, they they used it with restraint. It's a trope. It is, yeah. yeah it's a trope. You've got to do it once or twice. Um, yeah, I thought the suit did look good, and I thought that's one example where they did a really nice show-not-tell, because there was no... Because I was thinking about it as it went through, and he had loads of gadgets and things like that, mm. but never did it feel like the 1966, you know, oh, I happen to have bat shark repellent spray no, on me. No, no, Even I... though some of those things were very clearly never set up or foreshadowed <laughs> or mentioned, but it never felt too cheap on it. No. And there was a lovely bit, I thought, where, um, again, show not tell, they, they showed kind of why he has a cape, a couple of times <laughs> like you know during fights mm. where he would just whip it to kind of like deflect yes, blows and that's things. true and he went, that's a nice touch for them not to put a hat on yeah yes yes he didn't stand there and explain i wear a cape because yeah anything like that but i thought i did i also like that they read they they somehow made more of an effort than the nolan films to make believable gadgets yeah, yeah. you know he didn't have a cape that turned when electricity turned it into bat wings, he had a different way of flying, which yeah. I don't think is worth spoiling. But I thought was brilliant, just as an just as an idea and a genuine. I thought I was just, really neat. The way that it was shot, though, at a couple of points, I, I thought it would be very funny if in any subsequent films he's like, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> no, like, that one comes out once my and he's like, can't you do this? He's like, no, we had a very bad experience. <laughs> but, it was so, but it was really nicely done. And I don't like their Batmobile, but it was more, it was in keeping with the, you could believe he built that himself. Yeah, if I don't know some, why. If he somehow got his hands on a jet engine. Yeah, I don't know why he would build it himself. No. Or why he does because he demonstrably, as Bruce Wayne, has quite a nice, effective car. I don't yeah. know why he just wouldn't have a good car, or even and why, why he needs a car at all. And in one of those classic okay. ways, in that he never used the car at all in the first half of the film. Yeah, it then makes a dramatic entrance, and then almost every subsequent scene he turns up to in his bag. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like, oh, he's just. Yeah. I've been working on it. It almost thing. needed something like um, Alfred going, "Oh, and the car's finished." Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know. Or yeah, him sort of, sort of revving it and then it goes. Which we assumed like, oh. that's what happened. Yeah. But I think it was supposed to be more dramatic that's than a, that. I was supposed to turn up in the Batman field, but I, I, I had to walk. But then you see, it wasn't that kind of film. There was no humour at all. No. The only things that were funny were entirely. I think I can think of one thing that was on purpose. If that, everything else was just incidental. Us laughing at sick things, which <laughs> we probably shouldn't. Well, do. yeah, but there were, you know, there. It's a. It's a Superior mm. film. It's going to do some dumb stuff. Did you enjoy Jeffrey Wright seriously. as Lieutenant Gordon? Yeah. How do you not enjoy Jeffrey Wright? Because he's they've turned him into Basil Exposition. Right. When yeah. Jeffrey Wright's job is to read aloud the clues that Batman is looking at, the first time you went, I was okay. No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But then for every single scene where the two of them in, 
Batman holds That's up. That's not his fault. Though. Batman basically holds up a cue card, and Gordon reads it. He's about as effective as the guy in the sixties. Yeah, that's not his fault. Though. Slightly better than Chief O'Hara, but not as good as He the, tries. The riddles it's... from the 1966 Batman, I tell you. <laughs> those are some deep thinkers. I'm not saying it's Jeffrey Wright's fault. He's not given, but I just think, yeah. for given how much he's in it and how key a role yeah, he has, true. probably more than any of the Batman films, I would say, previously, yeah. it just feels a bit kind of, yeah, you're not, maybe it's just because he's his sidekick. Uh, well, yeah, and you. At the end of the day, it's a film about detective work, and so you've got to have. You're going to end up with people reading clues out loud and thinking. It, and it wasn't so bad. And but it did. It yeah, just, well, it, it just. You know, putting a hat on it, as you say, things happening over and over again. By the third or fourth time, it, oh, it's time for Jeffrey to read out loud. Here's your card, Jeffrey. It's it's, it's we, time. We for know the, we all like a voice. Go on. <laughs> for them to say, uh, he's a good cop. But apparently they're all terrible detectives. Because <laughs> a guy with no training turns up and goes, "Do you not want to have a look at that blood stain there?" And they go, "All oh, right, yeah, sorry, we missed. We didn't check the whole room. We didn't search the whole house." You just see the text going. It's not fair. We were told to start at this end. We were going to get there eventually. Yeah. Just because you let this costume freak in on our crime scene. Wet footprints all over the floor now. <laughs> Uh, so Paul Dano was great. Yeah. Did you enjoy <coughs> Zoe, was Joey Kravitz? Not in it. Sorry, who? Did you enjoy Zoe Kravitz? Kravitz? Yes, I did. She was I good, did. wasn't she? She I'm was gonna very go, good. I'm going to go up there and say best Catwoman. Wow. Best celluloid Catwoman. Really? Better yeah. than Eartha Kitt? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, who was it? Julie never Mary called. Weather? Never Can't called remember. Catwoman. No, the cat. Or the the cat bird, occasionally, which was fine. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. like the fun little ears on a balaclava. I thought that was that was pushing it a little. It bit. was pushing it, but <laughs> but they know, got away with it. He didn't twang them. <laughs> why didn't Why does nobody ever twang Batman's ears though? In response, I mean, it did. I did think at some point maybe that would be Batman flirting. Begins at least explained why he has those, <laughs> and there isn't a good reason in any of the other Batman films why he has these little prongs. He should have headbutted someone. <laughs> Well, he is trying to look like a bat at the end of the day. I guess. <laughs> Do bats have big pointy uppy ears? <laughs> Morbius. Oh, no, Morbius does. <laughs> Good grief. Well, case closed. I, I thought Morbius was a vampire, not a bat. Ah. Who knows? Yeah, well, well, what about we'll Colin out. Farrell? He never said he was how, a vampire. How good was Colin Farrell? I mean, Colin Farrell was great. Was I would brilliant. not have, like. I would not why have guessed they, that Why did him. they cast Colin Farrell? Because he was no great. <laughs> I, I, you know, you <laughs> wouldn't have thought that from anything he's ever done, mm. this would be where he would excel, but he really did. Yeah, because he found the right level of being a vague... Because they had a realistic, in inverted commas, gangsters while mm. still being a Batman villain. Whereas I think John Turturro fell into the cheesy mafioso just <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he wasn't eating pizza yeah, at times. Yeah, 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 sure. The accent sure. was a little bit all and yet, over the and place. And yet Colin Farrell was the one that was, you know, in full, like, in yeah, fat yeah. suit Yeah, John Turter would have fitted and... in with the gangsters in um, The Dark Knight or Batman yeah. Begins, whereas um, Colin Farrell felt more of the piece. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, really good Colin Farrell performance. You didn't like John Turturro in this. I mean, I thought I didn't he did like, it. I just felt he was a little bit more comic booky. Yeah. than what the rest of the film was going for and he felt kind of out of place is it um, Tom Wilkins who's in Batman Begins Tom Wilkinson Begins? in Batman Begins it felt that felt sort of level a terrible accent though. yeah so his accent was better but yeah. it was still that I'm a comic book mobster 
I'm Ooh, not hey. a threat. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I've watched, fear I've watched Goodfellas. Yeah. A couple of times. That's what I and I got less of it than good old Tom. Yeah. <laughs> but I still think but but then because the overall film was less comic booky than the uh, yeah, Nolan yeah, films. Yeah, the contrast was higher. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, well yeah. no, it's probably about the same con yeah. It's it both characters didn't quite work for me. I mean he's a great actor. He um, is. But yeah, it's a rather it's a bit Brilliant of a in the task. new Apple T V series, Severance, if they'd like so, to sponsor us. Yes. If if he if they'd like to sponsor us, I agree that he's brilliant. <laughs> um, Peter Sarsgaard didn't um, get much to do as the DA, but no, did it very well. Fine, whatever. I think cast for his big final scene, and everything else was just a benefit. Yeah, they needed someone to carry that. Um, anything? No, I don't think we've got most of the big names. There's a lot of random cops and a lot of city officials who get one or two scenes, and that and that's about it. Um, Oh, well, you've dampened my enthusiasm Sounded for it. Soundtrack stuck the, in your head. The, the, the soundtrack it's was. No, it's no Hans Zimmer Brahms, is it? I mean, it's half of one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the same idea done by somebody with less skill <laughs> in a slightly different way. I thought it worked really well, except when the action kicked in. Yeah. And then I didn't think they had an action theme anything as good as the Nolan films have managed. Well, they have. I'm pretty sure it was one song on loop <laughs> for the whole film. Uh, it definitely, it had a vision. Yes. <laughs> the music had a vision of what it wanted to be. Do you think be, Matt Reeves wrote that as well? It was that. Yeah, possibly, yeah. And it, and it was that the whole way. And I think it worked for the film, but like mm. you say, you know, it, it, it's, it's not a hands So was it too long? Yeah, at the end, yeah, because mm. it ended like three, four times. So it's interesting because I that was the bit those uh, the, so that was the section that I enjoyed the most. That's where I felt it really came together. Wow. Whereas I felt the middle was a little meandering at points because I wasn't as hooked on the mystery as I thought I would be. Yeah. And because the Riddler drops away somewhat in the middle third, that when it dovetails all together at the end, that's when I really got into it. And when. You know the the exclamation point is put on some of the themes of the film, <laughs> which I don't totally think the first two thirds of the the film earned. Yeah, that's maybe where I'm Fair. struggling with because I really like the theme, the idea of the themes, but I don't think they earned them. But that's why they had to tell you that that's what they were doing. Ah, I see. Because they couldn't show yes, you them fine. doing it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. and that, you know, but hey. Do you, is there value in contrasting it to a Marvel film? Because it was a significant contrast. I don't to think. A Marvel so. I mean, film. Marvel haven't made anything like it. But they, they wouldn't, would they? No. Is that, is that the point? That's because true. again, you could say the same about the Batman versus Superman film and stuff like that. That isn't a Marvel film and was never trying to be, but wasn't very good. Hmm. This wasn't this a Marvel good. film and wasn't trying to be and was good. Yes. So you know, in that contrast, I think it's important to say. They aren't. They weren't trying to is, ape what works for Marvel. Is that the state we've got to? Everything's compared to a Marvel film. Well, I think for a DC film, it's reasonable to say <laughs> they weren't because there have also been, you know, that some would say the original Justice League. When you hire the guy that did the Avengers, <laughs> tie it up, you're trying to say just do what they did, and so this isn't. It absolutely it is isn't definitely. To do a, there's definitely something to be said for just how unique a vision it feels, yeah. and it doesn't. It does not feel like a compromised vision at any level. And I think also, that's what the yes, director yes, wanted his Batman yes. film to be like. Uh, it, when it, I said yeah. it, you know, it could have gone further because it wanted to be seven. I don't think he wanted to do that, and he was yeah. held back from it. Yeah, I think he chose. You that. might have enjoyed it more, but you yes. don't feel that. But then, I, that was but then his it's not. A, and was, then it, it's yeah. is, is, is it Batman at that stage? Do you really want an eighteen rated? 
Gore fest. Obviously, yes. <laughs> Don't ask silly questions. This right, was, are you this was to it? the no. audience, not to one right, particular person, okay. who we understand, according to today, is not quite in tune with the yeah, general public. No, absolutely true. Absolutely true. Um, I want to know when, like, because people have said this is the redemption of Robert Pattinson, and you know, people on Twitter have asked very reasonably. I don't understand when in society we decided playing a vampire was um, was was bad and playing Batman <laughs> is serious. Because, <laughs> you know, let's not go crazy here. It's not exactly like a prestige role. Or apparently Ooh, it is now. It's not a prestige role. Apparently it is. I mean, it's there. It's, it's the same sort of thing playing as playing... Spider-Man was a prestige role? It's not a prestige role. <laughs> it might be a lucrative one. It mm. might be a popular one. So what do you constitute as a prestige role? Well, uh... uh is Bond... Yeah, Bond is a prestige really role, interesting. for example. Yeah, because, See, I think you know, Batman's getting to that stage because it has the lineage. Every generation gets their Batman. Fair enough. Then, then. And I think, given the way superhero movies are going, I would mm. say... And now Marvel haven't had that challenge yet of recycling characters with different actors. Spider-Man's one of the only ones. But if they did... You know. Spider-Man's probably the closest they would come. Yes. But even then, I would say Spider-Man is not a prestige Whereas I role. think a Superman or a Batman is a big Maybe. role. Maybe. Because would, because would it's been redone so be? many times, uh, because you know it, there's so many different versions of it, and because as we know DC swing wildly from one <laughs> thing to the quality. next, yeah. but also but the characters swing wildly. Yeah, you know there there aren't that many interpretations of Iron Man. Yeah, of well, Captain that's, America. That, that's the there are that yeah. many interpretations of Batman, yeah. and I would argue of Superman. Maybe not as wide, Maybe but, but, yeah. but certainly you see. Yeah, so that, for me, it's Batman. It's Bond. Enough. It's those kind of roles that keep coming round again well yeah there you go there's the answer to that anonymous twitter user <laughs> but I mean he's nowhere near as good as Christian Bale in any of the ooh I don't know I don't know for for this film oh yeah Christian Bale film. would not have worked as well as Robert Pattinson I don't know I would quite like to see his um, shit eating grin Bruce Wayne turn up at the nightclub and try and talk his way in <laughs> it's American Psycho <laughs> trying to get in. Yes, showing his business card, perhaps. Mm. Um, so I, I liked this more than I thought I would. I think um, I do think, it, like you said, it was authentic to the vision of the director, and and uh, they should be commended for getting that all the way through whatever draconian processes are in place around a production like this. Is there any indication of whether it has done well? Am I really out of touch and bombed? <laughs> or has it been a I thought smash it got a success s- with the teens? I thought it got a solid um, opening. Although not not the size of Spider-Man No Way Home, I believe. But, um, I mean... It's too big to fail, isn't it, a film like this? Well, but about that, though, one of the interesting things I thought when you said there didn't seem to be any pressure on them to compromise the vision, one of those things was, apart from a little bit of, you know, not particularly gratuitous, but it didn't really feel like they were leaving this dangling to become a franchise Mm. of these kind of films, which is... With the exception of one blatant scene. Yeah, with the exception of one blatant scene, which, you know... uh, It's made 300 million in a week. Okay, and the, what opening week? Mind you, we're on the second weekend, aren't we? But, Effectively, yeah. No, yeah opening was 130 million, and the budget would be about million. the same. I would. Think. I would have thought it'd be 250, 250 before um, advertising. But so yeah. that's yeah, that's going to be a, a fairly certainly a solid opening. I mean, obviously, success. things are 
shaded somewhat by the um, rampant money that Spider-Man has made, but you can't really yeah. compare it to that. No, not to that, but I mean, if it... Well, I mean, look at the Batman versus Superman. Those are going to be the yardstick, right? No matter mm. what we say about it being a better film and being better made and things like that, if it doesn't make probably 900 million, then people people in studios will turn around and go, I don't care, Batman versus Superman made 850. <laughs> so if you only make 600 million off this, then you're a That's failure. true, that's true. Um or depending but on the budget, right? If this was a, if this well was a hundred way. million film, there's no way this was, it was a million No, million. I don't think no. it could possibly be. But if there was, then it's a runaway success already. Mm. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm sure it's done solidly enough for a sequel. I don't think it'll hit the heights of your top end Marvel releases. But but I think as a building block, it's a. But as a building block, maker. exactly that. If they do a sequel of the same quality that moves this on. I believe you're on it. Unlike, you know, the Batman vs. Superman's where they went, well, who cares? It made loads of money. Well, eventually <laughs> that cra- came crashing to a halt. You know, yes, fine, you've got another 800 million. Well, I mean, whatever wasn't the problem there in that they were already in production on the next ones when the first possibly. one was released? So they, yeah. And that's when they abruptly had to change course. Well, yeah. I mean, um, clearly Warner are going back to the, we're going to give it a few years between each film to understand what worked. Well, you know, rather than the Marvel well, machine that keeps churning on. Oh, we'll what see didn't? how many spin-offs we get out of this. <laughs> I mean, there's talk of TV show spin-offs, isn't there, really? to fill up HBO Max. I don't know about... For three. each of the cats. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. That's that's the only thing that's on HBO Max, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> Cat shows. <laughs> oh, good. So, well, yeah, I, I would definitely recommend seeing this. Um, yeah, it's a real... It's an actual film with a story using these characters that I don't think I've particularly seen before, which is really hard to do because most of the key beats are things that we've seen before. Mm. Uh, I liked it. That is true. There was quite a bit. There was a little familiar stuff, but it was yeah. rejigged in enough of a way. Yeah, no, I'm positive with that. Production of 200 million, it claims. Yeah, that'd be about right. Yeah. So, yeah, doing all right. Got a little way to go to catch up with Joker and The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Joker, oh dear, oh dear. But already grossed more than Batman Returns and Batman and Robin. Uh, so. Not adjusted for inflation, I'd imagine, but, but <laughs> da, 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 da. good signs, good signs. And Catwoman. Okay, well that's a relief. <laughs> that's a relief, at least. Excellent, so on that note, we'll uh, leave you to go and watch the almost three hour long The Batman. Well and done. We will speak to you again soon.